Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. All praise and thanks due to Allah. Hi everyone. I hope you are good and well in good health and imam of faith, inshallah. And welcome back to another episode of the Human Habit Podcast. And inshallah, in today's episode, I have another very, very special guest, my dear brother, Ahmed Abdurrasaq Hussein. Ahmed Abdurrasaq Hussein, mashallah, is a member of the Somali community in Sheffield. And he's a devoted father, mashallah, Allah mubarak, as we say in Somali, and Abu Dadaliyah, mashallah. And so inshallah, today I brought him on to pick his knowledge, experience, and wisdom Inshallah, and life lessons from his life story. So, Inshallah, without further ado, I want to welcome my brother Ahmed to the Human Habit Podcast. Ahmed, welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, my brother. Thank you. Alhamdulillah, you welcome. Yeah, bro. Inshallah, Jazakallah khair for taking the time out today and to allow me to pick your life lessons from your life story. How are you today, anyway? I'm okay. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So, Inshallah. I want to uh, take us back to the beginning of your life story and journey so far. And can you please tell us where you were born, where are you from, and where did you go to school and so far, Charlotte, in your life? I was born in the uh, city of Bra'a in Somaliland. So, same city, we were born in the same city. Inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been living in the beginning of my life and started school in Bra'a. Yeah. Then when I was 10, uh, 11, between 10 and 11, yeah. I moved to Hargeisa, lived in Hargeisa, I think, for five years. Yeah. Then I moved from Hargeisa to Mogadishu. Yeah, Mogadishu, yeah, that was the capital then. Capital of Somalia. Yeah. And I lived there, I think, uh, until I was 18, when yeah. I was 18 years of age. I moved, uh, I went from Mogadishu to India. India, mashallah, yes. <laughs> for education, or so from Mogadishu uh, to India, yeah? The target was mm. uh, education, mm. but uh, uh, because of the problem in, which was starting at that time back home, yeah. there was no moral appetite yeah. to study. Yeah. Because uh, most of people, even students before me who was in India that time, yeah. they all uh, emigrated from India to Europe. Yeah. So, so everyone was on a mission to yeah, go forward. Everyone yeah. was on a mission to go somewhere in Europe. Yeah. And I never, uh, my, that target never materialized yeah. in, uh, in India. Yeah. I, most of People that time was heading back, uh, I mean, heading uh, towards Europe. Yeah. I came one of those guys. You joined the gang. <laughs> I joined the, <laughs> joined the gang. I joined the gang, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I came to Sweden uh, December. I remember uh, even, I remember the time, the date, the, yeah. <laughs> the, everything I remember. Yeah, it was a special moment, like it a unique moment. It was a special moment. day, yes. Yeah. Uh, it was 29 of December, 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We landed this in Stockholm. Stockholm, yeah, the capital, yeah. Sweden, yes. Yeah. And 
lift that. What year? What year did you forgot the year? 1989. 1989. Okay, yeah. So the civil war would have started as well then. There was a the civil, civil war. war already started in the north. Yeah. Okay. But uh, when I left Mogadishu, uh, it was safe. Mogadishu, no, no, no. Yeah. Mogadishu was was kind of hot, burning from uh, from bottom. Yeah. Okay. So this, so it's kind of style. It was kind of uh, chaotic. People yeah. was, I mean, uh, so scared that uh, any minute will start. Yeah. Actually, I think uh, less than one year when I left, yeah. a year and a half is they started. So that 1990s, that when Muktushu the war uh, kicked uh, off there. Beginning of 91. Yeah. 1990. Yeah. It was uh, chaos everywhere around Mogadishu. Yes. But Mogadishu was fallen off uh, from the government hand. Yeah. In, in January 91. Okay. Yes. Yeah, sir, sir. By that time, anyway, you was already in Sweden. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I lived uh, Sweden for nine years. Yeah, just to go back, we were in India. How long did you actually stay in India? Then India, transition. I was uh, something like eight months. Eight months. So I knew that time you were actually planning to go to Europe. You weren't even thinking about study. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, because I had no intention like to study because obviously you change. Yeah, 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 because you know when you when you are subtle. Yeah. And when you know. Uh, that you you're gonna have uh, financial support. Yeah. You're gonna have uh, somewhere to go when you finish your education. Yeah. When you are morally subtle. Yeah. You can study. Yes. Yeah, so if you morally worry. Yeah. You don't have appetite. Appetite. Yeah. You don't have the intention and the appetite exactly. because you got other things on your yeah. mind occupying. So rather than studying, everybody was running somewhere safe. Yeah. So, so, so that's you, what. If you don't take uh, that advantage, while it's easy to fly to yeah. Europe, yeah, it will, as a lot of people had uh, problem after us. Yeah, difficult to get in there. We couldn't get the chance of flying from yeah. Me. So there was a oh, there was a window. There was a window there open. Was window. So yeah. we took the advantage of that window to go while each other. So when when you came to Sweden, how long did you stay in Sweden then? So that's where you were. Nine years. Oh, so it's mashallah, you stayed nine years. You learned the language and everything. Sweden. Everything, yeah. Yeah, and then is that after that? Is that where you got married as well, mashallah? Or was no, it, I you came married to, here in Sheffield. So you came to England after nine years? After I married, I moved to England. Okay, so you, and then you settled in Sheffield? Settled since that. I, no, I come, uh, hmm. my family, uh, some of my family was living in London. Yeah. So before I moved, I used to, from 90 until 97, yeah, I think I come to England five times. Oh, so you used to come for holiday, yeah, visit your family. So you had a, like a connection with London yeah. and you, uh, like England, like so you knew, okay. And then yeah. when you decided to settle, you decided in Sheffield, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the reason was uh, that my wife was already living here, yeah, in Sheffield. Sheffield. So, yeah, you decided to settle. When here. I get married, I took her to Sweden, yeah. And she struggled to settle there. Yeah. Because of the weather and the language. New uh, country as well, yeah. New country, so because I could speak a bit of English. Yeah, you decided it's to. It's easier for me to settle here rather than her moving there. So yeah. I moved to here. And also her family were there from here anyway, yeah, yeah. so it'd be easier for her. Yes. Yeah, mashallah. Yeah. So yeah. That's how you. So that's how you came to England. The journey. <laughs> what did you learn about life in that experience? Well, you were so, also a young person. You was a young that. person. Did you learn to take responsibility for your life? Because from a young age, you were traveling. Like you said, you was like yeah. 16, 18, traveling to India. 
and then to Europe. Europe, yes. Yeah, and, uh, and then coming to England, obviously, like so. You, all that time, and also you was by yourself. You didn't have your. What about your parents? Were they still back home? My mum was still back home. Yes. Yeah, initially, are they still there now? Or? No, my mum is now here. Yeah. And dad died. Ah, Allah rahmat, he passed away. Yeah. But did you ever come to England? Your dad. My dad, no. 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 So yeah, only how you yeah you brought your mother here after. Yeah. Yeah. So all that time you were traveling, you as a young man, yes. you t- learned to take responsibility, yes. mashallah. Yes. When you, to go back to uh, when you went to India, what did you want to study? What, what, were you good at school, learning? Did you enjoy learning and education in school? Like, if, because obviously the situation changed, but you had, the, uh, you always wanted to learn things and study. I think uh, normally um, when you uh, come from uh, countries like Somalia yeah. or Africa generally. Yes, Africa generally. When you come to, maybe you you good in one subject or two. Yeah. But uh, normally, I think the unless you have got your own mindset goal. Yeah, for uh, something particular. Yes. Yeah. I think the the university assess students and uh, gives them one what, what they think uh, they could be good at. Or, did you have any intention for something? Is there anything you liked? At that time, even though you said you were f- at that time because the situation changed, but I'm saying before uh, that. No, I think when I was young, I used to like geography. Uh, yeah, geography. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. That was my, my, my uh, like something you enjoyed yeah, and was yeah. good at, yeah. yeah. So that's good, mashallah. And then obviously the situation, the war, and then the whole life change, you know, the course of life change, yeah, mashallah. And okay, how do you set yourself goals? And obviously, mashallah. Like engineering as well. Oh, you like engineering as well? No, I used to like engineering as well. Yeah. Still good with the engineering. Too. Yeah, <laughs> mashallah. What, mechanical? Because there's, the there's mechanical and there's uh, what they call chemical engineering, isn't it? No, no, mechanical engineering. You like mechanical engineering, yeah. That's good. So, how do you set yourself goals? Because obviously, when you came to, when you learned to take responsibility from a young age, and you wanted to get your say, like driving license, or get married, or and the other things you achieved in your life. How do you set yourself goals? Like when I uh, come to Europe, yeah, I really, um, you know, when when you are in that age, is the very important time. Yeah, when you can uh, figure out when what you're gonna be in the future, or what you like to do for yourself. Yeah, but when you have got problem. Back home, yeah. you you just sort of trying to support the family, yeah. find out the family, the situation, to know the if the, who 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 is dead, who is alive. Yeah, you don't. Uh, I mean, uh, as soon as I came to Europe, whenever whatever I aim or whatever I make, yeah. my target was to get a job. Yeah. to support family back home. Back home, yeah. It was interview GCAM. So that was your goal because of that the situation. Was, yes. Yeah. So you're never really thinking about your own individual exactly. future. You're yes. thinking about yes. the situation yes. because you got you got to deal with it. By this. the time I brush the east off, yeah. I think I I lost the, uh, the habitat of standing up. Yeah, or when you went Yeah, because you had a situation. Were you yeah. the oldest in your family as well? I was. So, yeah. you, so for that made you responsible as well, yeah. yeah. And were you the only one in Europe initially, or did other people before you? 
Like our no, family, I was, I, uh, from your family, your side. My family, I was the first. First one here, yeah. So, so all these that responsibility, yeah, yes. uh, being the oldest, and also dealing with this situation. So yeah. your goal was just to get a job, yeah. make some money, and send it back. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Not like think I was number one target. Priority, yeah. That was your yeah, number one target. No so what happens to me or yeah, I don't. You weren't thinking about it because the situation. No. Yeah, so you had you so you had to deal with uh, an, a difficult period in your life because obviously and it was out of your control. Yeah. It was the, as we say, Muslim Qadr of Allah. It was not your situation. Yeah. Exactly. So at that time you were not really. What about What about later on when the pressure eased off and you get married and even like you know your job? You've been doing your job for a long time as well in the like uh, different jobs and whatever. Even then, uh, mm. to be honest, uh, I mean the the situation. Uh, Back home, yeah, took really very long time. Yeah, of course, I yeah, mean, it was a long uh, time. Ten years to fifteen years. It took more than ten years. Yeah, to to build a uh, country, to build uh, everything uh, yeah. from scratch, rebuilding everything. Yeah, rebuilding everything. Yeah, it took really long time. Uh, Did you bring other family members here as well? That, uh, yeah. yeah, so that would have taken time as well the, from the, yes, the financial. I mean, not only financial, you have to, I have to also try to to help uh, my young brothers. Yeah, day to day life. Day to day life, yeah. bring them here, like like Fuad. You know, yeah, Fuad. Yeah, no, yeah, sah, sah, uh, yeah. Fuad and uh, he, uh, the younger one, Saeed. I only know Fuad. I know Fuad. Yeah, maybe Saeed. I know him by face. Oh, mashallah. Yeah, he's younger than Fuad. Yeah, he was five years of age. Mashallah, when you brought was seven years of age. So yeah, you brought them young. I brought them here. Yeah, sah. And uh, I brought also my sister. Mashallah, yeah. So that would took a lot of time and, and effort, financial. It took, uh, that alone took maybe <laughs> yeah. something like... 20 years at least. Seven, yeah. seven, five, seven years. Yeah. They were in Addis Ababa applying a family visa. Mm. So I'm saying all together when you add that seven and even you sending the money by that would be at least 20 years, didn't it? You, you the be... nine years I was in Sweden, to yeah. be honest, that nine years, Just... I was only I was only busy with the family the situation. and uh, bringing this, uh, this uh, the boys, yeah, and this the family. boys and sister. Yeah. And then when I, when they came, yeah. That's when I moved to Sweden, uh, for, from Sweden to uh, Chef, uh, to Chef in yeah, England. Yeah. And then when I came to England, I started a new subject. Yeah. New new chapter, I mean. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's a new chapter, yeah. which is uh, to uh, build a house for a family. Yeah. My mom and my dad, yeah. who was in Burao, yeah. who, who has nowhere to live. Yeah, so rebuilding so, that. Rebuilding yeah. that. So, from that to, I think, until... Uh, like a the, family house for everybody to yeah, stay, yeah. yeah. And when I did that, uh, on the other hand, my my wife's family was there as well. Too. Yeah. So there was no... Uh, but, that's all, that, but that's all good, though, because that itself are all goals, isn't it? Exactly. If you think about it, because they are also goals as well, because to build a family home for your parents and to bring in and your siblings, your brothers and sisters to bring in. They, they're all like a gold, isn't it? <laughs> if you think about it, they're all gold that you have to, um, f- like, you have to formulate intention, need, as we say, isn't it? Yes, and then yes. you say, and then every day you're thinking about how yeah. to achieve them. So, al- alhamdulillah, yeah. I've done all that. Mashallah, uh, yeah. Allah, yeah. That's but, good. Uh, 
I think the only time I'm fully subtle is now. We're <laughs> <laughs> free for a while now, yeah. And now, yeah. I'm, all, I'm all my retiring. I can go back to the kids now. Well, you, well, well don't be, you know what? It's never too late to learn anything because, you know, you know, I heard, you know, Sheikh Mustafa and Sheikh Mustafa Hachi. Is it Sheikh Mustafa Hachi? Ismail. Yeah, Ismail. He told a story of a guy who... 54 he was 54 years old yeah. and he said he, he said the guy the story he told he said look he realized this guy wasted his life yeah. so mashallah you are not like that at least you've invested so much of your life into good things mashallah lambari but I'm saying that guy was 54 mm. and then he realized he wasted his life yeah. and the sheikh said on that day he decided to become a sheikh and he said mashallah he said Allah let him live to 94 he died 94 and he was a sheikh So that's the thing. We 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 don't know how long we're gonna live. Yeah. That's the thing. You could live for another say thirty, forty, fifty years. Yeah. But you see, so, and in that time, that's that's why I tell people that 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 the few they say like your life today is because of your thinking yesterday, and yeah. your life tomorrow would be because of no, your thinking uh, today. <laughs> so no, it's never that's why I say no, never. The, yeah. the Islamic education. Mm. Uh, I would never stop that. Yeah. And uh, my goal now. Yeah. Is not to go back to uh, material or worldly world again. Uh, education, yeah, or something like so that. So you want religious, but, yeah, deen, religious. My Islamic studies, yeah, and Quran, yeah. That's what I'm gonna. Uh, um, inshallah, my goal is now to focus that. Yeah, mashallah. So that's good. That's your oh, that, eternal future. I, that I, will, I will not stop that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's I'm good. gonna put more more effort now. Yeah, doing that. Inshallah, Sha- inshallah. that's my plan. That's good, mashallah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay. And how do you handle stress and failures in your life? Like, how do you deal with stress? Because part of life is dealing with stress and. Even like mashallah, like that's a lot of experience. You all that time you dealing with the pressure of you know being responsible for the family, and and you chose that you made that decision, mashallah. How do you handle it? Like honestly, uh, the life is always a stress. Yeah. But uh, I never in my life I never felt that I'm under stress. I yeah. Don't, don't, <laughs> I don't like. I yeah. don't like people saying. Uh, I'm so stressful. I'm just, yeah, you don't use negative words. No, yeah, for the, yeah. <laughs> no matter how how hard the the thing I'm doing is situation. Yeah, I still believe if Allah uh, decides of Qadarullah, I'll, I'll do it or not. Mm. If I do it, it's Alhamdulillah. If I don't, yeah, Qadarullah, I couldn't. Yeah, but I don't believe that uh, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, I'm stressed. I'm, Yeah. So you don't use negative words. You no, don't, don't. Yeah. So you the neg- <laughs> negative language. Yeah. No. Out of your no. thingy. No. Yeah. What would you say is the, some of the hardest challenges you faced in all that time? What was the hardest period in that time? Uh, the hardest time yeah. in my life was the time in India. Yeah. The eight months. That eight months. Yeah. I never worried uh, for my life more than. Uh, Any other time, yeah. Uh, so, any other time, more, uh, more than uh, those eight months. Yeah. Was it because you didn't know where, where the, like, how to get there or the situation behind you? Yeah, but worried about uh, what happens back home, uh, what's going to happen if I don't succeed going to Europe, yeah. what happens if I go to Europe one day, they kick you out back to some uh, the Siad Barre. Yeah. And if you go back to Siad Barre, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> so, yeah. all sorts of uh, 
thinking, but uh, and, uh, also, so, I mean, I was young and, yeah. uh, when you are young. No experience, you didn't have the experience, yeah. Exactly. yeah. You're handling so much. Uh, you must have been about 17, 18, were you young like that? Uh, I was 18, yeah. 18, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so you're just young and you're on your own yeah. in a new country. What was India like, though, the people? No, not only that, but uh, the life is India. Mm. The life in India is really test. Yeah. It's, I, I never worried for my life security in my life but when I was in there I did because yeah, when right. you see the struggle of people honestly you, you it makes you worried so was it because it's a poor place some, uh, some of the places it's overpopulated it's so poor it's so really I mean uh, mm. I, I can't I can't really explain what the yeah. life <laughs> was shocked the life there was shocked for me because where I come from, there was no, no bad. Uh, so we were in poverty. We said the poverty was so bad. <coughs> the, bo- the poverty is so bad. Mm. The population is, is absolutely <laughs> <laughs> overwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> millions and millions of people. Yeah. I went. To, uh, I've been told uh, the blood the, and uh, the train station in the city of. I think they call now Mumbai. It yeah. used to call Mumbai that time. Yeah. The train station of Mumbai. Yeah. There is three million homeless who who sleep. Three. Three million people. Yeah. Who sleep homeless people? Mumbai is twenty five million city. Yeah. Out of this twenty five million people, three million of them is homeless. And they all sleep in the and train all, station. They all sleep in train station. Yeah. And uh, around the streets. The yeah. yeah. When I, I try one day to go to uh, uh, another city, yeah, and my train was leaving, uh, I think five in the morning, yeah, I went to train station uh, half past four, yeah, or four o'clock to 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 catch a yeah to catch a train, yeah, and I couldn't get my blood, I couldn't walk on the platform because the people because people were side to side on the platform sleeping sleeping yeah so you tiptoeing around. <laughs> <laughs> we took to carefully not to wake them up. <laughs> yeah, so, so that was kind of shock for you because we, as a young man coming to a new country, it was like, yeah. So that got you worried. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had money, I had everything. Yeah, but I was worried if somebody will rob you. Oh, money, yeah, I'm gonna be one of those. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And what would you advise your 15-year-old person from your life experience now, like what you know? What advice would you give, knowing now what you know about life? I think the 15 years, uh, the 15 years of age in this country, mm. I don't even know if they <laughs> they're gonna take my advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, but if I if I if they want to take my advice, yeah, the first thing I would say them is to take advantage of the time. Yeah, don't don't waste your time, and uh, take advantage of the free education mm. which they have got here. Yeah, if I if I had the opportunity, these kids have got here. Yeah, when I was that age. I would say Alhamdulillah, yeah. Allah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But, uh, they have got everything, 
they don't they don't realize it. They don't realize it. Yeah. Is that human nature that you well, you know the nim or the gifts yeah. you got you yeah. don't actually notice yeah. it. It's a human nature. It, yeah. yeah, don't appreciate it. It's like a human nature thing, isn't it? Because yeah. when you have good health now, yeah. you know like you thank Allah. But yeah. some people now say somebody who's got good health is maybe smoking. Yeah. And he's not realizing Allah is giving him free good health. <laughs> so it's like a human nature, really. Yes. Once we um when I was uh I think uh I don't know, we are 17, uh, 16, I, I, I listened to a poet or song, I don't remember, yeah. which says, I remember the words, it says, Ardegande Dalili, Marbut Vinterugai, Wachtugutayai, Wuhado, Tubahasus. When I listened to that, I cried. Yeah. Because I remember when I was young, I used to play and yeah. not taking uh, yeah. serious of We say that in English, that means the, the student who doesn't take advantage of his. The time. The, the time will end up biting his lips in regret. That's what he would mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, regretting, like, yeah. so you cried, you actually remember. Yes. You, it made you actually emotionally yeah, cry yeah, because you remember yeah. you used to play and yeah. have fun. Yeah, and then, <laughs> so now they, so yeah, so that's a very powerful message. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of your time. Do you have any interest or hobbies? I know you play football, you still play yeah, football, yeah, I, I know. Do. You always liked football. That's another thing I know. That's how we actually met. We played football together. <laughs> Did you used to like play football when you were young? That was my like, life. Yeah. Is yeah. this one of the things you regret when you're biting the list? Although I wasted a lot of time. Yeah. You enjoy uh, playing football. Nice. I still play, yeah. Yeah, Mashal. Even now you still play. You still play once a week, like every once Sunday. Once a week, every yeah. Wednesday. Do you play any, do you do any other things, sports and stuff like this? Oh. Uh, uh, yourself, I, like. do, uh, go, uh, I like to go to the gym sometimes, but yeah. not regularly. Okay, you about football, you play regularly once yeah. a week, innit? Yeah. Mashallah. And other thing I noticed, Mashallah, you are a father who is dedicated. What, why, what made you, as we say in Somali, or what motivates you to be a good father, Mashallah? Is it a good father? Yeah. I mean, uh, any intellectual. Uh, person yeah. has to be good father. I mean, uh, what's the point of having <laughs> yeah. But not everybody thinks like that. No? Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but not everybody thinks like that, yeah. So I'm just wondering, you, is there any inspired uh, Your dad, somebody else, is there uh, people who inspired My family, you? we never had uh, a dad or any any other person which I can think about. Uh, yeah. They always been good. So much, they inspired so you. They. Maybe it's kind yeah. of family. Yeah. Um, although some of my brothers now, at least one or two, yeah. they're not as responsible as you were like, oh, yeah, family. yeah. But no, no family can be all right. I yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, everybody, that's what I'm saying. Everyone is different. Yeah, everyone is different. Yeah. But that's why I'm wondering what inspired you, like motivated yeah. you because your families. Because sometimes if you like, if you have a good father, yeah. mashallah, then you might, and this is natural, like this yeah. programs you. And it's like you now, mashallah, if your kids see you, they could follow you. So yeah, inshallah, my, yeah, mashallah. My dad was a very good father. He didn't have no... No, bad habits. Yeah, mashallah. Yeah, no Somali, typical Somali. No, what about you? You've never, you've never smoked or chewed. No, no, yeah, that's good, mashallah. So, is it because your friends influenced you, or you just naturally made the decision? 
Because sometimes your friends, that's why I like even when I made a lot of mistakes myself, it's because your friends, if you choose the wrong friend, that's one of the mistakes I made. That's one thing I would advise myself if I was 15 or advise a 15 year old is yeah. make sure you choose good friends. Yes, Because yes. I made that no, mistake no, no, as well. That's definitely important. Yeah. But uh, did you have you good know, friends in your life, would you say? I had good and bad. Yeah. But. Uh, they never they influenced you. Yeah, them. that's good. I'm, I'm a kind of person which maybe his his own decision. Yeah, you're like a self-leader. You know, I, like, I don't like it. Yeah. I know, well, I, even when I was young, I, I know what I'm doing. I knew what, yeah. what I always have. So you like had the habit of so self-leadership, like yes, self-leadership, yes, yeah. take responsibility. Yeah. Mashallah, that's good. Uh, I think uh, it's nearly 30 minutes. That's good, Mashallah, yeah. <laughs> and we've got Salad. We've got like about, I think, one minute to Salat al-Marqib. So inshallah, yeah. I want to say to say khairan. Inshallah. I really, really appreciate you that taking the time out, and I learned a lot from you in the next thirty minutes. That's why I would like picking people's life story because they share with you like the lead. Like now, look, I learned like how important the leadership you learn, self leadership, taking responsibility, and also dealing with taking responsibility for your family. You and now before you just know as Ahmed as a good friend or here local, but now you get to know the person's life story. So it's just like and really appreciate it. and I'm sure everybody else will learn life lessons from there. So it's like brother. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Guys, that's it for today's episode. And please do remember that the habits of the heart, habits of the mind, habits of the soul and the habits of the body do matter. They shape our existing and our future in this life and the year after. And you don't decide your future, you decide your habits. And your habits will decide your future. Please always keep that in mind. And please, if you found this beneficial, do me a favor and share it with family and friends. And until the next episode, inshallah, take care. And I wish you success in this life and the year after. And I ask Allah to give us all. رَبَّنَا أَتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ Oh Allah, give us good in this life and day after. Safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.